to the Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Well, hello there. From beautiful downtown Columbia, South Carolina, located right in the heart of Rosewood, this is the Local Bar. I am your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you could be, you have decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Local Bar can be found on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartMedia, wherever you get your good podcast and your bad ones. You can find us, friend us, follow us over on uh, Facebook uh, and uh, Twitter. We don't really do a lot on Twitter, but Facebook, feel free to find us, Local Bar Media. Um. And then Instagram, and I think, which I'm finally going to admit to today, I think TikTok gets uh, Chad Alexander online. I think. I'll need to go and, and double check that. I, I guess I could do it right now. Yes, I know. I said I didn't really understand TikTok or why anybody gets into it or what it does. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because I did get into it, and that's how I met our guest today. Uh, our guest is from... Uh, TikTok. Oh, hang on. As soon as you get into TikTok, it starts blowing. Um, yeah. So, uh, no, Chad Alexander five three one three. That's my name. Oh, it looks like it's also Chad Alexander online. I don't know. I'm not sure how it works. But my guest Bryant DeCellist is going to be on Bryant DeCellist. If I've been saying it too fast, uh, is going to be on today. He is a he is a, a gentleman that I have found. Uh, on TikTok that I thought was hilarious. But then I found out that he's got one hell of a message. Let's 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 talk about let me just jump right into this. Uh thank you very much. I took last week off. Last week was my birthday. I got a lot of messages. By the way, if you if you do send me a friend request on regular Facebook, not just uh, local bar media. I I do generally accept those as well. Sometimes I have to go through phases um because I'll get quite a, like quite a few at like one time. So if I've ignored you or missed you, sorry about that. Just send it again. I, I don't have a problem with that. Although I'm, I, th- I think there's a, I think there's a limit. And I think I'm getting close to it. But uh, until that day, if you want to send me a, a personal message, I appreciate that. I got a lot of uh, happy birthdays from everybody last week. The, the, the greatest thing about Facebook is it reminds you when <laughs> friends and family have birthdays. Because I never kept up with that crap before. Um. But over this past week, I spent a lot of time uh, doing some reading into the media. And then, of course, we had some things happen. I did the last show talking about a show that I did two years ago uh, about school shootings and how we fix it. Um, Then Mr. McConaughey decided, I guess he listened to my show, decided to stand up in the White House and steal some of my material. That's fine. That's fine. You know, there's plagiarism suit coming. Um, but the other thing about that though, is I was, I was, you know, listening to, um, all the stuff that's going on and and things that people have said, but the one thing that I feel uh, that I get frustrated with, and I'm just going to flat out say it here at the top of the show, not hiding anything back here. There's no great reveal at the end of this show. Maybe there is, but for now, um, I'm very tired of hearing everybody say, well, we can't, we need to do something. Um, I hear you saying, I hear you on saying past legislation. It's not going to do anything. I said it two years ago. I said it during the Clinton administration, just didn't have a podcast then. 
If you're waiting for the government to fix it, you're going to be waiting a long time. There are things that we can do. Chad, what can I do to fix gun control? I don't know. I did a whole podcast about it last week and two years ago. Start there and then go from there. But the reason I'm saying all this is because Bryant, Bryant is part of a group that is just out there making something happen. And, and, and they're part of a group that looks at the racial tension that's going on in America today and have said, you know what, we're just going to go do something about it. And what they're doing is amazing. It is breathtaking. It is phenomenal, the effort that goes into it and, and what they see and the positivity that comes out of it. It's, it's amazing. And not to belittle it, but it's something you and I can do tomorrow. Not attend. We could go do it. More on that in a, in a little bit. Um, like I said before, I do want to say a, a quick thank you uh, to those of you uh, that uh, said happy birthday. I had a lot of people asking me. I'm I'm 45. Um, it's a it's a strange age for me. <laughs> it's very very strange to say that out loud. Um, I do appreciate all the birthday wishes. It's very nice of you uh, uh, to to say all that. Uh, I got some really nice messages from folks. It's very very positive. Very uh, very very uplifting. Um, uh, for my birthday. So I, I just want to take a moment and say thank you to this community. You know, I started this show back in 2015, and sometimes it's really hard for me to believe that I still do it. It, it was originally, and some of you know this, um, I um, I originally thought this was going to be a 20-show deal. It actually was going to be a five. It was going to be a five-show spotlight into how to meet up with your old Facebook friends and where they are today. I mean, that was the, the, the core of the idea, basically. Um, and then I really thought, okay, it'll be a cool 20 minute, uh, 20 minute, 20 episode deal. And and now we're here approaching 200 sometime soon. Um, and so I want to say, thank you. It's, it's very nice. You know, you do have a voice on the show, but it kind of comes one at a time. <laughs> it's not like, you know, I, I get to talk every week. You get to raise your hand and maybe you, you end up on the show. I, you know, I do read your emails. I do try to answer them. Um, or, or Facebook messages now. And by the way, if you, if you do want to contact the show, the best way to do it right now really is to go to our Facebook page and send a message to um, at localbarmedia.com. It's the, is the, is the easiest way to get to us. Um, I do try to answer them back. I do try to answer every single one of them um, or at least talk about the subject matter that I get. So there is some kind of back and forth. I do feel like this, if you're a, if you're a longtime listener of the show and someone who actively listens by, by sending me messages or asking questions, um, I do feel like there's a conversation here, even though it's only heard uh from from one mouthpiece me um but I, I do want you to know as a guy that that started doing this show there's there's a lot I've gotten out of doing this um that I don't really talk about uh a lot but um it's very nice when when any of us get messages for our birthdays on Facebook but it's really neat to see a community that's been around since 2015 um reach out every now and then just to say, Hey, and so thank you very much for that. I, I do want you to know that your messages do not, uh, get missed. Uh, they really do mean a lot to me. I really appreciate, uh, what you do with that. And it's, it's just very nice to, to share this community and this, um, this, uh, this, this arena, if you will, that really is just about people being nice to each other and, and working with each other and making, making tomorrow a better day. Um, 
I, I will bring up too. I've gotten I've gotten a lot, and I, I'm I'm about to start sending them to my wife. I've gotten a lot of people asking me if Welding a Family is coming back. It's a show my wife and I did years ago, and uh, we stopped it because we really just because of time, and we have less time now. But I think I think we're going to have to find a way to do something with that. So just hold on to your butts. Something might be coming with that. But I, I will tell you, probably not until September. Probably not until the fall. We have bought a house. We are we are moving. We are staying here in Columbia. We're staying in the Rosewood area. Um, but we are moving. So um, my wife doesn't like moving. She hates it. She, and she in particular hates moving with me. So thank you folks for the nice me- messages, but that's, it's going to have to go on the back burner for, for just a little bit. My guest this week is Bryant DeCellist. He, you know, him on Instagram from that, um, uh, he is, uh, a, a, an actor, he's a musician, uh, and he is an activist in the coolest way he can be. He is the treasurer for a group <laughs> that is trying to bring people together. How novel of an idea. Uh, I think that uh, you're going to enjoy my conversation with him. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, if you are interested in finding out more about this group, we're going to flash their links up all over my personal page, all over the Facebook page. I'll probably be doing something on Instagram. And yes, just for my boy Bryant, I might try to do some TikTok stuff with him to, to get their message out there. If you are in the, in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, on the 24th of June, they're going to be having one of their meetups there. If you're going to be in Charleston, South Carolina, and by the way, yours truly may seriously be there. On the 26th of June, uh, they're having another meetup there. This is a great organization, but more than that, I want you to understand that Bryant is a great guy who sits around and looks at the world and decides it needs to change. So he's going to change it. One TikTok video, one barbecue, one phone call at a time. And this guy, this cat is living, living, living that way. It's amazing. Anyway, here's my conversation with Brian, and I will see you on the other side. She was born in a small town. In them North Carolina hills She's the youngest of 14 With a stubborn streak and a fiery will Just a country girl with curls in her hair And that million dollar smile She could whip the boys on Sunday Have them laughing all the while In the hills of North Carolina Well, I got to tell you, with me this week is um, I'm super excited to do this interview, and and there's a there's a couple reasons why, but one of them is the fact that, honest to goodness, this is the first time that I'm taking someone that I've I've followed on TikTok. Yes, I delved into the world of TikTok, and I saw this guy, and I was like, I've got to to, to reach out to him. Uh, with me this week, you know him from Instagram. And from TikTok as Brian the Cellist. 
Bryant, how are you doing, man? Man, I'm doing wonderful, Chad. How are you feeling, man? Man, I'm doing the best I can. You know what? I missed I missed my opportunity. What I should have said is, hello, my non-racist friend. How are you doing today? Me <laughs> <laughs> you just stand back at each other, bro. Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. I, I should I should have known better. Well, um, hey, listen, uh, number one, thanks for being on the show today. I really appreciate you, you spending time with us and coming on. Um, real quick, I want to I want to get into all the different things that you do, but from the very top of the show, um, I, I want to make sure that we're, we're we're promoting it and people get it. You're part of a group that is uh, going around, and you're really you're doing more than just saying, "Hey, we all need to come together." You're you're out there actually bringing people together with barbecues and, and meetups. Y'all have got a couple over on this side of the country coming up over the next couple of weeks. One in Charlotte, I believe, on the 24th or 25th, and then one down in Charleston, South Carolina on the 26th. Can you talk a little bit about that program and, and, and what you guys are doing? Yeah, so my buddy Terrence, he runs a nonprofit called We Are Human, and I'm the treasurer for it. So about two years ago, he you know, recruited me into it. And like I said, we've done 14 different barbecues in 11 different states. And right now, the message is we need to come together despite uh, political, sexual orientations, you know, all our views and our differences. And we need to come together as one big family, work together to make the world a better place for our children and for ourselves. So what we want to do is we put action behind our work. If we're saying we're going to do something, we do it. So with these barbecues, like you said before, we have Charleston, South Carolina, and we also have the one in Charlotte, North Carolina, where we just want to bring people together with music, food, and we want to help the homeless communities as well in each area. So each barbecue we go to, like I said, we have a driving while we're flying. Um, we have all these supplies that we put together. So like, for example, in Nashville, Tennessee, we made the news, actually, for giving back. So um, we had these goodie bags. We put all the soap, uh, toothpaste, toothbrushes, wherever it may be in these bags. And we also put food in there, like snacks, hot dogs, hamburgers, wow. and we gave it back. We actually had ran out of supplies because huh. there were so many people in need. Really? And it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was sad to see so much homelessness like that. And, you know, it tears my heart every day just driving by. You know, and every time I, I see them, I try to give them some food or some money to help out with use out there cash. But when I do, I always give it out to somebody else. But it's really, really sad to see something like that. So, like I said, with this nonprofit that my boy Terrence runs, it's it's an amazing opportunity. It's really, really trying to bring people together. So I would like people to get behind it. Like I said, the one in in the, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, that's going to be on the 24th, and the one in Charleston, South Carolina, is going to be on the 26th. Okay, all right, gotcha. The name of the program is called We Are Human, uh, and and like you said, uh, like Bryant said, Terrence Wren was the founder of it. Um, you know, I, I got to tell you, man, that that's fantastic. You know, a lot of times we, we live in a world where people are constantly sitting around saying we need to do something, and then there are people that take mm -hmm. a step beyond that and say, well, what 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 can we do? And I and I appreciate that, but I love the fact that you guys are like, listen. How about this? How about we all just get together in a park? I mean, just, you know, like starting off like that and, and yeah. just really bringing people together through that kind of positivity. It's got to have its ups and downs, though. I mean, you know, you, you've got to have your challenges with it. What kind of challenges have y'all faced putting these programs together and, and how have you persevered through them? Well, the main challenge is getting the funds 
to kind of, you know, raising the funds to get all the supplies that we need for each part. Because, you know, everything is in free, obviously. Yeah. So, like, the hot dog buns, the burgers, the supplies for the homelessness, the gas, the hotels where we have to go to, you know, all of it costs money. So what we do is we got to do these fundraisers online that's ran by me or Terrence that's actually on paper with the new organization itself. They're all running these fundraisers, but we run the we run the um, fundraisers online. Everybody pitches in because it's in unity. We want everyone to do it, not just one person. If we all want to change, we all have to put forth the effort. Because, yeah. like I say, if we're not all doing it, then we're all to blame for there is reason there is not changing. You know, so mm-hmm. we believe that if we all contribute to the cause, then we all want to change. So, like I said, the main thing is making the fundraising part is getting the supplies. Of course, everything's going up in demand right now. Like food's going up, gas is going up, hotel prices are going up, everything's just skyrocketing. So that's one another one of the problems. Of course, um, like I said, with us promoting on social media, sometimes our videos don't get pushed out like they should. So it just seems like it's not as it's not like a trend, I guess. Because you know, people do trends and it just goes over social media like crazy. But you know, us trying to give back to the world. You know, it seems like it's not pushed out as it should. You, you know, that's, that's yeah. one of the other reasons. Gotcha, I gotcha. So just in case anybody's wondering, I'll make sure that we have all the uh, the connections on how anybody can get in touch with you on, on our Facebook app and all of our stuff. I'll, I'll put all that around. In case anybody's listening right now and wants to give, if you have Cash App, you can easily go to just dollar sign United BBQ um, is probably mm-hmm. one of the easiest ways. So if you're sitting there now and you're listening... And you're like, man, I'd, I'd like to throw this cat some cash because I really love what he's doing. That's the best thing you can do on your cash app. Dollar sign, United BBQ, all one word. Uh, and please give to these guys. So, you know, you the reason I found you and and the reason most people, if they're if they're listening to this, if they're, if they're like, oh, I know that guy. You're the guy that I see on TikTok and Instagram everywhere. And you, you split screen stuff with people or you just send out things for people to either duet with or just see and kind of grab and and kind of take them in the moment. And it's usually just your smiling face with a song playing in the background saying something to the effect of, hi there, it's, uh, or hello, my non-racist friend, or here's just two non-racist people wishing that the world would get a little bit better. Where, where, what got you into doing that? And, I, you know, you've got to have a good response from it. What's the what's the positive response been from, from those messages that you make and send off into the world? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you ask that question because I remember when I first joined TikTok, I didn't know what I was looking for. Like, you, know, <laughs> right. you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, and uh, my mom always told me that, hey, your birthday is on April 4th. You know, you were born on the day Martin King died. You know, so I feel like you should try to give back and bring people together. And she's told me that ever since I was little. So I went to TikTok and I saw a video, and this was around 2020, where all these Black Lives Matter movement and stuff was going on and everybody was, you know, kind of rallying stuff and um, I was just like, hmm, how can we you know, get through this without any more harm being done and I saw a video of like two, just two people looking at each other but it was like this person looking at this person looking at this person looking at each other so I was like, huh, I want to change that uh, into making my own you know, so I was like, mm, how about I put two non-racist people or put two anti-racist people into it? And then sometimes I'll get me and my mom doing this. They're like, hey, just me and my mom looking at another non-racist <laughs> person. You know? Yeah. It's funny, but it's just like, oh, 
sick me, but some people don't get it because they're like, well, who's the third person? I'm like, well, is you looking at me? Right. <laughs> you know, so it's you. So. Yeah. That's that's really that's really amazing. It, it's really cool that your mom was was big on pushing you towards that way. You know, you uh, you're you're in Tennessee. Are you originally from Tennessee? Yeah, I'm from Memphis. Okay, so you you um, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, in the South there, there there have been claims of racism before. I, I don't know if you're if you're aware of this. Being a oh, being a black guy yourself, you probably yeah sure you probably no. I I think it's really cool though that your mom really pushed you to look for that togetherness that thing that dr king always talked about i and, and i and i applaud you for what you're doing i mean i i think you're fantastic brian i mean i th- i think it's uh, you know really putting your 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 money where your mouth is and your and your time and your soul for it and i i don't want to and this this show is is hell-bent on being something that that talks about the positive and the um and the interesting stuff that people have but i i do want to I do want to ask you a question, and I don't want to dwell on this too much, but whenever somebody wants to do something like this, there's always something that pushes back. And when you want to do something a lot of times, and I've seen this with myself, with a lot of other people that I really respect that have done it a whole lot more than me, that when you're wanting to do something that brings people together or spins on the positive, people will come after you sometimes. I I don't really want, if, if you want to share something, you can. I don't want to know specific instances but I'm curious about how, when you've been faced with that, you've kept persevering, and what what kind of focus and what kind of kick did you have to pull you out of any kind of valley that somebody may have tried to shove you into? Oh, man, there have been so many instances. Um, you know, there's a lot of people always spreading, you know, poison on my videos, and, and you know, sometimes people want to say it's a joke, but there are some things that are appropriate and some not, you know, for me personally, Mentally, I've had to kind of overcome that boundary of getting upset every time someone doesn't like me. You know, yeah. fix the stuff, make my bones, the words should never hurt you. You know, but it's one of those things where if you know who you are as a person and you accept yourself, it's more or less, it's going to be easier to get over that kind of stuff. You know, it, it shouldn't really bother you. You know, but of course, oh, sometimes it's overwhelming. I agree. I, I admit it does. But it's just a matter of, you have to come back to reality like, hey, you're doing this. Not for yourself, but you do this for all the kids. Because like I said, I teach cello to kids, and they sometimes do my videos too, which is funny. But um, <laughs> it's, it's 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 not about me at the end of the day. It's about everyone, you know. So I try to get out of myself and get into a swamp of well, it's it's for you, you know. Yeah. I try to get back, you know. What I'm saying it's, it's all about getting back. So you um, you also have done some uh, some other cool things. I mean, you're again, if people want to follow you. On TikTok or, or Instagram is Bryant DeCellist, um, and and again we'll put we'll put a bunch of um, uh, a, a bunch of your links up on the on the page and everything. So, but you don't just call yourself Bryant DeCellist for for no reason. You are like you said, you teach cello. You're a, you're a cello player. You were in the you were in the Toby Keith uh, video "What's Up, Cuz" back a few years ago. What what kind of stuff do you do with music? <laughs> that was such an amazing shoot. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I do contemporary cello music, so like I'll play like some hip hop or rap or even blues or um, even touch. I've done touch before on cello. Oh, yeah. um, right. It just depends on whatever I'm feeling that day, you know. I know sometimes on TikTok Live, people will give me suggestions on songs, and I'll try to learn the song as it's playing, and I'll just kind of play along with it, you know, while I'm live. Like I've never heard a song before in my life, so people say, "Hey, play this!" I'm like, "Okay," and I try it. Or, 
you know, sometimes it works out, sometimes it don't. But, yeah, I've been playing cello for quite a while, and I just try to have fun with it and just do something different with it. You also do acting and things like that, don't you? Yeah, I do acting on the side as well. What do you What do you What do you do? Uh, so I've done uh, recently a movie and a TV show in a commercial. Um, the commercial is actually playing somewhere on TV somewhere. I I'm saw sure. that. I it's, saw that commercial. <laughs> it's for that healthcare company, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, yeah. Yeah. Um, that... and then the movie just released um, on TV, TV, and Amazon Prime. So did the. The, so that the movie is well, well I mean the movie and the TV show sorry well, what are their names don't 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 hold back on me now go ahead and promote oh, yourself sorry, sorry. <laughs> so I played the role on the, um, the TV show the role of the hug bandit so he's introducing my character right now and he said hey I want to bring you in for the first season kind of see what the crowd does about, you know about your character then I want to see if I can bring you in for season 2 I said okay cool so uh, he called me up and said, hey, I need you on set. So we went to set in Jackson, Tennessee, and we filmed the shoot. But I looked at the what I was supposed to be doing, and I was like, man, what did you got me doing? <laughs> so I was basically what I had to do was I had my character is basically eating some gummy worms. I walk up on this guy. He, you know, dropped his keys and trying to get into the car. And he looks at me and goes, yo, what are you doing? And I'm like, yo, bro, I was wondering if I could get some money, you know? Like, I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, um... No, can you get out of here? I was like, man, blessing comes to those who did, brother. You're not supposed to help me out. You know what I mean? He was like, no, man, I'm going to beat you up. Get out of here. And so I picked him up, and I was strangling him, like hugging him to death. So he was just like, you know, I can't breathe. And I'm like, blessings come, bro. Come on. Get the basically. <laughs> so I kept hugging him until he, like, ran out of breath, and I just put him on the ground. And I kind of robbed him and took his money and then walked away. <laughs> but... <laughs> What, so what's the what's the name of the show? So the TV show is called Down Bad. I'm in episode three. Down Bad, um, okay. And, uh, and then the movie is called Close Caption. Close Caption, and gotcha. That is also on Amazon Prime as well. Okay, so Down Bad and Close Caption, gotcha, gotcha. That's <laughs> what people can see. What would you would you do in Close Caption? So Close Caption, I was the uh, cameraman, and I was one of the guys who had showed up late for work one day. And so the director was really mad at me, but here's the problem. I don't want to give away too much because I want you yeah, to watch it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the director got into some problems with on his own, so he's kind of taking his anger out on me. So I came in late one day, and he struggled me because I had ran out of batteries for the camera. Okay. So <laughs> that's, that's one of the things, but there's more to it. I just want okay. to watch it. It was really, really good. All right. All right. I got you. I got you. Brian, you guys, uh, again, you guys have got this really cool thing going on um, with the with the barbecue meetups and bringing people together. Um, I, I think obviously th this world certainly needs not only people who think like this, but but act like this. And we, I, I do believe, you know, what's great about this is I do think there's a lot of people that do think this way. I mean, we're we're proven by it every day, but with all the responses you have on your page. The thing about it, though, is that people don't know where to go or they don't know how to do it. And it's one of the things I think that that groups like y'all are such a blessing because it shows people, number one, here's an outlet. Come meet other people. Come come be a part of this. If you do believe in this, mm -hmm. then, then, then do it. And come out here and meet some other folks. The other thing I think is great about it, and I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to belittle how much work goes into it, but it's like, well, just start having barbecues in your yard. Just start having meetups in your neighborhood. Just, just go out there and do something. 
I, I really applaud y'all for doing that, man. I think it's, mm-hmm. um, I think we do need more of that, but I just thank God that there are people out there like, like y'all that are doing that just, real quick before we wrap up. I'm just curious. Tell me a little bit more about the organization. How many people are y'all, uh, that are pulling off all these meetups all around the country? Um, like how many of y'all are there? And then, um, kind of where do you, do you have any plans on where you see in this going over the next few years? Man, so as of this year, we have became a 501c3 nonprofit, and we generally try to get at least about at least four to five members of the organization itself to come eat barbecue. That way, everything is in order, everything's getting pushed out to the homeless communities. And um, so, I feel like for the next couple of years, we really want to see ourselves go because we really grown this year, really, really fast. And we really like the, you know, the the feedback that we've been getting. They just say, hey, you know, because like all the money that we get online for our lives and stuff, we put it right back into the pot to give back. You know, we don't really keep any of it. Um, so we want to, we really want to do more consistent barbecues instead of just doing five here or three there or one here. You know, we really want to be more consistent with it. And we hope to get to at least 10 barbecues a year. At least oh, wow. you know, in the next couple of years, yeah. Wow. Right now, I think we did seven last year. We did five. I think we're doing maybe five or six this year. But we want to be more so consistent with hitting that double digit number, you know. Yeah. Because we want, we really want to hit more cities. Okay, that's awesome, man. Well, that's fantastic. Well, look, I've got how people can find you. Uh, again, it's uh, Bryant the Cellist. Bryant. I, I, if I can make it to that Charleston one, and I, I believe that I can, you can, you you better believe that I'm going to be there, and I and I, I really hope to be able to to get a chance to meet you and the folks that put it on. But really, more than that, I really look forward to spending time with other people that that think like this. Man, I really appreciate the the good message you guys put out into the world, and how the only thing you're asking is for more people to come together. You're you're a hell of a guy, man, and I I, I really I really hope y'all guys appreciate find it. like the the most success, and I, I really look forward to seeing y'all success as you continue on. Th- thanks so much for spending time with us today, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. I really do. I really enjoy talking with you. All right, man. You take it easy. You too. Bryant, again for coming on um, and, and being a part of the show. <clears throat> Excuse me. I um, I really appreciate not only what his group does, but the guy that he is. I mean, it, it's just it's 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 such a it's such a filling thing to be able to sit and talk to people who who not only uh, believe that way but live that way. And so, if you want to find them, please check out our links. Please support them. 
uh, wherever you can. If you can just donate a little bit of money through their cash app, do that. It, it, it really it really goes a long way into helping them um, helping them fund what they do. But more importantly, more importantly, if you're around them, just go hang out, go meet some new friends, go bring your you know what bring your neighbor or two with you. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, all the music on here is done by our friend Don Merkel, who lives in Charleston, South Carolina as well. Uh, if you want to find him, uh, donmerkel.com is where you can find him. He's got a bunch of tours coming out. I think I think, I, I think Memphis, Nashville. He's got some Tennessee ones uh, shows coming up sometime soon. Uh, check him out. All of his music uh, can be found over there. So if you like what you hear in our bumper music here, please go, please go check him out. Um, one of the things that's got to happen is we have to get our audio fixed before we do welding a family. Please bear with me. I'm sorry the audio quality was kind of poor. Just having a couple of issues. We're hoping the move and the, we'll call it, brand new studio. My wife just probably looked up from her work. I know it's not really new, but when we, when we do everything in here, it will uh, it, it will sound a little bit better. Uh, but um, thank you again, uh, Bryant, for coming on and, and sharing your story with us. It's amazing, right? Did you did you hear it in there? It's this this young man who was born on the day Dr. King passed away. Yeah. The day Dr. King was murdered. Sees it as a point to go out there and preach about nonviolence, to live a life of bringing people together. You, you you've heard me over the past year or two on this show, talk about how we don't listen to Dr. King anymore. And then here is this young man whose mom instilled this in him, who is going out there doing it with a bunch of people that he he knows. It doesn't, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. There was no law that was passed that caused him to do that. There was nothing that changed dramatically in his life. His mom just taught him that. His mother instilled that thinking in him. Thank God for his mother. Thank God for her. I'm sure it's not that easy. <laughs> I was a teenage boy too. I'm sure it's not that easy, but that's what she did. We should do something. Do something. There's another side of of all this talk that I've done the past couple of weeks, and I think Bryant and his group kind of live it. Um, by the way, if you if you did not know, Bryant is black. Um, he is uh, out there preaching this stuff from from his pulpit uh, to the congregation that he can find, uh, just like we do here. There's another side of this stuff, though, that I think. Um, I, I want to address because I believe Bryant does a good job and, and his groups do a good job of of allowing for for this thing that I'm about to say to exist and for people to be okay with it and comfortable with it. I'm going to go ahead and preface this by saying I'm going to make some of you very mad in a moment with the statement that I'm going to make. And I don't I don't do it on purpose. I'm not doing it for shock value. But I'm going to make a statement here because it needs to be said. It is it is an absolute truth 
I promise you. Um, but it in no way takes away from um, from evil that is actually happening. So I want to preface this by saying I'm not. This is not a, a, a statement made in naivety, nor is it done with any kind of piety. I'm making a statement because I, I want you to hear me on this. One of the things that happens a lot of times in a world where we disagree with each other, and I, and I see this, it's very common. Not only, I mean, it's obviously common on social media, but I can even hear it in people's conversations at a bar. One of my favorite things to do is I have this I have this weird hearing issue. I can't hear Jack. I've got like some of the worst here, but there's certain frequencies I can just pick up on. I can sit across. I can be sitting beside my daughter. She can be talking to me. I got no idea what she's saying. But over two booths away, uh, some young guy and some young girl are having a conversation, and I can hear them perfectly. And, and I don't know why, but I understand that with this with this with this curse comes a blessing. So I absolutely, I will absolutely listen to your conversation. I am, if I am in a restaurant with you, there's a, there's a really good chance I'm spying on your conversation because if I can't hear the people around me, I'm going to listen to somebody. Um, so if you see me in a, in a restaurant and I'm quiet, I'm probably listening to you. It's just, it's just really weird. Um, with great power comes great. Um, taking of liberties that aren't yours. Um, I'll hear it in conversations. We'll disagree with each other, and then we suddenly start name-calling. Now, this is not new. This is not new. This is something that human beings have done probably forever, sure. But it's funny how we do it now in, in, a, in an information age where so much is, 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 uh, is at our fingertips to take a moment and pause and say, well, let's let's look it up real quick. Um, or let me look into that real quick. Well, hang on for a second. Let me let me digest this. And instead, we immediately go to calling each other's names. It can be done in jest and it can be it can be fun, but we we take that practice. So l- let me let me give you an example. We'll build up through it. If um if me and somebody else are talking about football and I and I'm talking about something that I like, and well, your team really kind of sucked that year. Well, we made the playoffs ten years in a row. Yeah, but you didn't win the big game. And then you kind of you know you get into those discussions, and and then you get into those, like, oh, you're a moron. All right, so you, you're not really calling him a moron, but we just call each other a moron, and we're okay with that. We understand that's the end of the conversation because the other person doesn't have anything, right? Or we're just not going to agree and we move forward. But the problem with doing that is that we we allow for that practice to exist even when we're talking about something that's a little bit uh, a little bit more serious, and we have to watch our mouths. And we do generally in places like work because we understand there are consequences that come with that. The problem with it is is there are consequences that come when we do it outside of work as well. We just don't see it. The hurt feelings, uh, the fact that people feel like they can't voice what they really think. Um, uh, people feel like they're shunned in some ways, and and it, it and it gets it gets it gets really bad, you know. We've let this get to a point in our country, and it used to it used to just be in politics. It really did. Maybe it existed in some other social aspects of what we did, but before social media, it really didn't blend into everything. And we are so quick to call each other names. And now, now it's not the end of the argument. It used to be I could tell somebody didn't have anything else to argue. Somebody's got no other point. They've got nothing else if they've regressed to calling somebody some name. That's not it anymore. Now we think it's absolutely cool. Oh, man, it's a great burn. 
Oh, he's like, he burned him like immediately. He came right out. Trump did not do anybody favors <laughs> on this. Hate to tell you this, but but uh, let me tell you here, fat uh, Joe Biden didn't either. Um, we've now we now think this is the way we're supposed to talk, or we at least accept it. We accept it more than we ever have before in our past, and we're and we're just wrong on that. We're absolutely wrong on that. And one of those is we now label people extremely derogatory things and we do it and I, and I know why we do it you call somebody this because now they got to spend time working their way out of it so uh, you're getting in a fight at work or you're getting in a fight at your home you're arguing with somebody of the opposite sex you're sexist you're sexist no 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 I, I'm not I just don't agree with you. But now I feel like I'm supposed to prove to you that I'm not sexist. I have a, have a, have a guy. I'm going to leave his name out of this because he'd probably get mad at me for saying this. I had a guy that I really look up to that taught me a long time ago. When somebody calls you that name, ignore it. Keep walking through it. They, they know that you're coming for their horrible point. That's why they're doing it. I think there's some validity to what he's saying. Are there sexist people out there? Absolutely. Oh, my God. I follow some of them on Twitter. I'm like, geez, man. Like, back that stuff down a few levels. But here's the statement I'm going to make. You can go ahead and start writing your messages now. There is not the supply in this country the supply in this country of racism does not meet the demand today oh i've grown up in the south i grew up in a town where the clan marched uh, once a month i grew up in a town that had the redneck shop the world's only kkk museum yes i grew i i lived in a town i didn't grow up they, they lived there for 3 years i lived in a t- i have seen that I have I have been a part of friends who have been absolutely decimated by racism. I went to a school with two water fountains and two bathrooms. It didn't have them marked, but it was there. I understand that racism exists. And it still does today. I think things are getting better. I think they were getting I think they were getting better. I think they're getting worse now. I think they were getting better because racism moves very slowly. Sadly, that's just the way that it does. But I could see it dying out. What I saw in the early 80s was nothing like what I saw at the early nine at the in, at the beginning of the of the nineties. What I saw in the early two thousands was nothing like what I saw back in the nineties. It, it had gotten better. We're now regressing. And the thing that makes me mad about it is a lot of times it's because people don't agree with us. It has nothing to do whether they're racist or not. We just want to call them that because we want to stop. We want to stop the argument. We want to make it seem like we have some kind of clout that they don't. So we call them. And we even have come up with a new kind of racism. We've come up with it. And I'm going to use white people. I'm going to blame white people on this one. All right. In case you're listening for the first time, I'm a white guy. Um, 
we've done this thing. We've created this thing where you have no idea as a white person. You have no idea you're racist. You can never know. You'll never understand it. You'll never know it. But me as a white person, I understand it and I can see it, but you can't. This is, this is seriously a thing we do today. And the only thing that it does is it doesn't help anybody overcome or see anything that's wrong about them. It is since it is just seriously there to divide us. Yes, yes, this from a guy who did a podcast a few years ago about a racist restaurant owner and it shut down his restaurant. Yes, I'm telling you, it can go overboard. It can be used where it doesn't exist. And while not as damaging as actual racism is, it sure walks along the same path just a few steps behind it. Be careful labeling people just because they disagree with you. We've we've got this new thing now. I mean, Hootie and the Blowfish, Hootie and the Blowfish, Hootie. Back a long time ago, had his song. Um, it's called because I think it's called "They Don't Look Like You." That's the whole lie. The, the main part of the chorus is just that uh, hating all these everybody else because they don't look like you. And it's a song about racism, and it's like you could redo that song now. Hootie could come right from these streets and play at the old Rockefellers down there in Five Points again and have a song where it says, hating everybody else because they don't vote like you. We, we've, we've decided to do this now. If you don't vote a certain way, you're racist, sexist, bigot, homophobe. You have to. Well, being silent means promoting it. No, it doesn't. I hate to tell you all this, but it doesn't. It's not... It's not how it works. You don't get to make you don't get to make the rules. And we've gotten to a point to where we just want to point fingers and call each other names. And look where you are. Look where we are. If you're angry with what I'm saying, if you think that I'm not woke enough, if you think that I'm not getting it, I want to I want to I want to challenge you with two things. Number one, be careful. I'm stealing this from my preacher. Be careful. When something makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up, it's probably um, it's probably something you're, you're very, very sensitive to and you're uh, emotionally reactive to it. And so you, you need to understand that you're passionate about it. But you might also, when you get a chance, want to do a little bit of, uh, of, of looking in the mirror and make sure that it's not just something that you're passionate because you're wrong about it. Oh, I do that all the time. I can't say, I had a discussion with my therapist just the other day about something that makes me so irate and I struggle with it because I can't figure out why it makes me irate because I'm so mad and nobody is on the right side of it with me or maybe I'm just wrong. I do that. I, I do that. You can do it too. I'm going to add a third thing in here. We, we also, I think a lot of times feel like we need a cause. Everybody's so passionate. Today, they need a cause. So I'm going to have a cause that I stand up for. It doesn't have to be so damning. You don't have to. There's plenty of crap out there. You can go find something. You can go find something around you right now within your reach. Because the racism, sexism, all that stuff, while it exists, and we need to be very careful with it and make sure we don't allow it to breed, is not as rampant as you're all making it out. And Chad, so it brings me to my second point. Chad, why is that? Look around you. Look how divided everything is. Racism didn't just come into existence three years ago. Sexism didn't start four years ago. 
suddenly everything has got to have a line drawn in the middle of the sand. My wife, oh man, I better not. There's an there's an old episode. <laughs> there's an old episode on here where you can go find it. It's it'll be very obvious when you see the name of it. I don't I don't want to put words in her mouth. She's not here today. Where my wife looked at the the anti we'll call it the anti sexism movement, and she talked about how it made things worse for women. And she makes a couple of points that are not only home runs, they're grand slams. She had me thinking about stuff I had never thought about. You got to be careful. You have to be careful with this stuff. And here's here's my point of all this. And here's why I love Bryant and his group. Ask yourself what, what your goal is. Seriously. Is your goal to bring awareness? Find another goal. We're all aware of it. I'm sorry, I, 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 hate to, I hate to say that. If your goal is, well, I just need to bring awareness. Every, it's the information age, we're all aware of it. I promise you. We may not understand the severity. We may not hear all the anecdotal stories. Sure, I got you. Those can come up in conversation. Great, that's, that's awesome. Please do that. But if your goal is to bring awareness, go find a different goal. You're not doing anybody any good. And if you think in some sanctimonious way that you're you're doing something great and that's me doing something. This is quote, quote unquote, you can't see my air quotes, quote unquote, this is me doing something. You're not, you're, you're not doing anything. You're not, you're doing nothing. If your goal is to bring people together, then start, start stepping that way. Find a way to do that. Brian and his group are bringing people together. They don't, they don't send a survey out to them to ask them where they stand on issues. You go to their website. You go to their website. You couldn't tell me who they vote for. You couldn't. You couldn't tell me what church they go to, even if they do go to a church. You can't tell me what football team they, they, they pull for. You can't tell me any of that because they don't care you know what they want to do hey let's all come get together let's all come have a barbecue downtown at this place at this time just come on what do i need to bring your appetite come on come on and sit down why are you doing this well man we got to get together as a community holy crap holy crap you know i did a show two years ago about us finding a way to get together, and it doesn't take that much. I did a show two weeks ago talking about how nobody's done this. Man, I guess I just haven't done my homework. There are groups out there that are doing it. Why aren't you part of them? Why are you going out there with them? Why haven't you done this? You don't have to go around the entire nation like they're doing. Why haven't you invited your neighbors over? I'm waiting for things to change so things can be better. Okay, that's fine. Then sit there and wait. Have you gone and checked on those kids that hang out on the street corner all the time? Instead of posting rhetoric and, and calling people names, ha- have you really had a conversation with someone to see to see how you know how they're doing? Have you have you paid attention to the suicide rate not of this country but this planet over the past five years? Have you seen what's happened? 
Do you see the communities falling apart? Do you see tragedies happening? And suddenly the first thing somebody wants to do is make a racist comment or make it a political stance. Do you see that? Why, what, what, what good is that doing us? It's doing us no good. Look around you. That awareness, quote unquote awareness, is doing no one any good. Why? Because opportunists look for things you're aware of. That's all, that's all they do. They are cooking hot dogs and hamburgers. They are sharing hugs and laughs. And they are leaving a barbecue with strangers as friends. The world needs more of that and less of your Facebook posts. The world needs more of that and and less of that quick comment that's snarky back at somebody else because of something they put on Twitter. The world needs more of that than they need of your bumper sticker that's calling somebody a name or making fun of something that someone else may believe in. It's time. It's time. It's it's past time. We shouldn't be doing this crap anymore. We are devolving in our socialization. We we have more information and better ways to communicate face to face, even if it is over a computer screen. We can look at each other in the face, hear the inflections of each other's voice in real time, and we are devolving in our communication with each other? In the name of not upsetting someone else? Get over yourself. Get over your overinflated cause. Get over the obstacles you are putting between you and someone else, whether you agree with them or not. There's no reason for us to have violence amongst each other. No reason. You can't twist Dr. King's words. Jesus, Gandhi, any of them. The world is better without so much fighting and violence. The world is better without going around and trashing stuff because no one's listening to your crybaby argument. If someone's not hearing you, part of it could be a problem with them. Maybe they are archaic in their thinking. Maybe they're absolutely wrong. Maybe they were brought up in a, in a bad society and they have those types of thoughts. I'm not going to say that doesn't exist. It absolutely could. But just because everyone won't listen to you, or not as many people as you think should, doesn't all of a sudden give you the right to trash a city downtown. And I'm saying this because it is almost election season again in this country, and oh my God, I'm tired of it. And quit telling me that you're right for doing it. 
it's time to come together. It's time to realize that we have differences of opinions, and that's okay. That we come from different backgrounds, that we believe in different things. And if we want to debate those and we want to change people's minds, that's okay too. I'm not here to tell you it's not. And by the way, consequently, and I try to bring this up in a lot of shows, and I, and I, I just love to say it because I want to normalize this more than, than, than is, it is already. Um, it's okay to change your mind. It's not a show of weakness. It's not a sign of weakness. It means you've been thinking and probably reflecting on something. It's time. It's time for us to come together. How do we do it? I have given you two dates, one in North Carolina and one in South Carolina, where you can go to a barbecue and sit with people you have no idea who they are. And I promise you this, they have differences of opinion from you. Everybody in that community will. I know both those communities. I've lived in both of them. <laughs> they, they could not be more different from each other. And I'm going to promise you there's a ton of difference in both of those communities. Go to a picnic. Go to a barbecue. Sit around and laugh with some folks. Debate a couple of subjects. Whether it's, you know, your favorite NFL team or something stupid you think some other senator did, but but have, have a courteous conversation about it. See if you can get through it without calling somebody a name. How about see if I can just laugh for a little bit? How about focus on the things that bring us together? You know, Mr. McConaughey and his, his his governor speech he gave the other day at the White House um, hit on as, as, as much as I so I do make fun of celebrities and I do make fun of politicians grabbing celebrities because y'all give them clout that they don't have. But I, I will tell you this: there's some great points in what he said the other day. And one of my favorite things that he said in a White House that over the past 20 years has done its best, whoever's in there, to divide us. It has done its best to do that. Has he said that that we we are more alike than we are different, and I think he's right. I just think that over the past decade or so, or maybe it's twenty years. I, I'm not quite sure that we have focused on those differences. Those differences will always be there, but so will the things that make us alike. Why don't we focus on that for a little bit? Because the differences, the differences are splitting us up. Let's talk about where we're alike. Even if the only thing, even if the only thing that is similar between the two of us as human, we at least have that. So, Chad, we need to do something. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. We do. We all, all of us, need to get to a barbecue. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab, but if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week.
This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com. I know you better than you think you know yourself. You're not so different.